0: what is up everyone welcome back to the Bobby Mason audio experience I just wanted to start by saying thank you to everyone that has subscribed to the podcast this week all of you that are starting to listen huge jump in numbers and I appreciate every one of you that are listening through Spotify whatever else you're listening to but yes thank you very much appreciate it from the bottom of my heart I think I'm gonna start organizing these podcasts a little better. So the way we're gonna start doing these things is, at least for the foreseeable future, I'm going to start by talking about something that has to do with entrepreneurship or startups, really anything like that. And then I will also answer a few questions that you guys give me that seem to be pretty random. Some of them are about business, some of them aren't. So. I wanna start with the thing that I think all startups need to think about before jumping into business. And this is the non-negotiables of starting a business. And these non-negotiables, really it's just one. You have to take time to figure out your co-founder relationship. It's that simple, okay? So a lot of first time entrepreneurs, they do not take the time, the very important time to figure out who they should be going into business with, how that is split up, how that looks on paper, what kind of equity splits they have, X, Y, and Z. So I'm gonna say the non-negotiable is taking a couple of weeks to really test and see if you and your co-founder has what it takes or have what it takes to start a business. And really, I want you to start with a very simple exercise. I want you to sit down. I want you to look at your potential founder and I want you guys to ask some very simplistic questions. Ask what people, ask your co-founder what they imagine your business will look like Ask your co-founder, what they have for financial goals in both their business life and their personal life. Ask your co-founder about their personal life. Ask about family, ask about the amount of time they can put in, ask about, their exit plans, you have to go in depth to learn as much as you can about your co-founder prior to jumping into business with your co-founder. And that's hugely important. Another non-negotiable within the co-founder world is prior to starting a business, don't just create a business without doing your proper due diligence. Now, you need to figure out what each of your co-founders bring to the table. And you need to figure out how you guys jive as a team to build something great. You know, when you're starting a company and you're a solopreneur, I mean, we highly recommend you find a founder, but you only find a founder to fill certain roles that you need filled, right? So if I'm starting a company, I know what I'm good at. I'm decent at sales. See, I changed it to decent because. I don't know, I just can't say I'm good at something because it freaks me out. But decent at sales, I'm decent at leadership. But if you look at my world of finance and technology, suck. I'm horrible at finance and technology. Therefore, I need to find a co-founder that balances the things that I'm not good at. So when you're looking for your co-founder, not only do you need to open up about what you're like, your personal like, your financial goals, all of these things, you need to figure out if that co-founder matches your inefficiencies. And that is what's really important when running a business. And lastly, you know, because we're going into the non-negotiables when it comes to starting a business, first you have to figure out what your founder is actually all about. Second, you have to figure out if you guys are a good match. And third, you have to figure out how to do an equity split. And here's the big non-negotiable for all of you. You need to make sure you don't have a 50/50 equity split. The amount of startups that I see and work with all of the freaking time that have 50/50 equity splits, it's unbelievable. You know, most of us that have actually run several companies, we'll see a company with a 50/50 equity split and we'll look at it and think that is a sign of an inexperienced entrepreneur. Because believe it or not, it's pretty much impossible to have the same level of experience or bring the same level of value to the table over and over again and deserve the same level of equity split. Now, an equity split works, it really does. An equal equity split works if you're creating a nonprofit. It works if you want to just build a side hobby with a friend. It does not work if you're trying to build a business with actual profits and you're trying to produce extra revenue over and over again because it gets way too messy so I would say with equity as well that is a non-negotiable that you create unequal equity splits then with those unequal equity splits you figure out exactly what percentage you and your co-founder deserve you figure out exactly exactly what that percent is and you figure out how to vest it over time you don't just give your co-founder and yourself, full percentage of the company. You take time, you vest it over a four year period where people slowly get their equity over those four years so they can't just leave the company after a year and you get screwed with a dead debt equity that you have to pay a fortune for to get rid of. Second thing is, when it comes to equity, you're gonna create milestones, which is huge. You're gonna wanna sit there with your team and you're gonna wanna figure out what milestones you guys are going to hit continue to receive your equity. So that is the startup version of this episode of the Buy Mason Audio Experience. What we have is non-negotiable. When you're starting a company, you find a co-founder and you dive into personal lives, financial goals, all those good things. The second thing that's non-negotiable when finding your co-founder is figuring out if that co-founder is actually picking up your inefficiencies and making you guys better as a company. And the third thing, when it comes to this whole co-founder dealio is you need to figure out unequal equity splits so you guys don't get screwed in the long run. So we did the startup and now I'm going to take a couple of moments to quickly answer the two questions I got since uh, last episode. And the first one is what takes up too much of your time? That's a great question. So I've been time journaling. And if you guys haven't listened to that podcast, go back to Friday and I talk about time journaling. I just started time journaling now that I'm working at home and I went in depth into what I'm doing every day. And what I learned is social media takes up a lot of my time. It doesn't necessarily take up a lot of my time where I'm looking through stuff. It takes a lot of my time creating posts for everyone. And that is kind of a time waster so i'm trying to figure out what kind of outsourcing i can do to free up that time and i think it's really important in the lesson here is when you're time journaling and you're trying to maximize your time it's important to analyze where you're wasting time and then figure out how you can either outsource it you can change the way you do it whatever it may be when you time journal and figure out your inefficiencies you want to make changes to improve those inefficiencies Last question. Let's see, what is the best way to start the day? Now everyone talks about having some type of morning routine and I am no different. I actually, I guess it depends. So my routine pre-coronavirus was legitimately get up, eat breakfast, take a shower, get in the car, drive 40 minutes to work. But during those 40 minutes, those were my forty minutes to unwind and listen to educational podcasts, so it was my time to learn. That's how I'd start every morning. Now, during the coronavirus, and now I believe this might be my new routine, I might actually not go to the office and I might take the time to sit at home, wake up every morning, eat breakfast, take a shower, do a quick 10 to 15 minute workout just to keep get the heart rate up, get the brain going. And then hop into 15 minutes of learning. Just reading a book, whatever it might be, picking one educational video, podcast, just taking a moment to learn before starting the day. So I highly recommend you start every day with some type of exercise and some type of learning because that will allow you to, I don't know, improve yourself before you start getting too busy and having to improve everybody else. So with that, that's the good stuff right there. That's how we're going to sum it up. Thank you for listening. Like I said, I appreciate it so much, all of the extra listens or views or whatever you want to call it over the last week. I saw that you guys really enjoyed our podcast with Brady Reese Graf yesterday. So we'll keep doing that every week. And I got another surprise for you tomorrow because tonight... I'll be recording a podcast with another group of my best friends that I mean, we have gone into business together and we always like to learn from each other and it's always a good time. Always a freaking experience. So with that, thank you so much. Like subscribe, help us out on the podcast and we will keep working to teach you whenever we can. All right. Love y'all. Bye.